0: Once upon a time, South Alabama rolled into Stark Vegas to knock off Mississippi State. They also went to fake Vegas and should beat UCLA last year. They're coming to Stillwater, Oklahoma, to prove that they are a power five level football team. Question is, can we finally prove that we are too?
1: You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked
0: On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy y'all and hello all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you kindly for stopping by to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. You could be anywhere so happy that you choose to be here. Find us on every single podcasting platform, visually as well on YouTube. You can find me personally on Twitter at Aldeo state. South Alabama has done this song and dance before. South Alabama has knocked people off in their own backyard before. So, yeah, we talked about, you know, the massive amount of Division I transfers that they have and, you know, how from a size perspective, there's going to be some correlation to what they're doing statistically. And we're going to get some of their perspective here in a bit, but real quick, let's just jump right into it. So I think the keys are obviously going to be, number one, our wide receivers versus their defensive backs. This is a team that gives up the long ball like it's going out of style. They're, they're giving up almost 400 yards a game. They play a lot of tight coverage with some single high safety. They're typically very aggressive on both sides of the ball. They blitz a lot, especially the linebackers, and they rely their, on their DBs to be able to hold up kind of you know isolated, which has been a disaster for them so far. But just like, you know, we anticipated that Arizona State would likely mix it up a little bit, right? They were a man-to-man team, and we discussed pregame that there's good likelihood that they're probably going to throw some zone at us. They did. They threw a lot of zone at us, a lot more than we we thought was going to come. And although South Alabama didn't change anything they did last year against Tulane, don't you think they're probably regretting that a little bit? Don't you think they would have? tweaked the game plan a little bit for Tulane because Tal- Tulane came out and punched him in the mouth repeatedly. So much show that they were on their heels before they could blink and do anything about it. And as much as Tulane, you know, that game hit him pretty hard, not changing stuff, it didn't hit him as hard as the team that came out in Punisher mode. Like, gosh, from the jump, Tulane said, we here. Right? And to be in Punisher mode, you kind of got to have a little of that nasty in you. You got to have that dog in you. So who should show that nasty from Jump Street? Who should be the ones to show the youthful exuberance? The offensive linemen. And our line right now has been pretty sketchy. Guys, Joe Mikulski graded out the best last week of the offensive line, and no disrespect to Mikulski. But when he's your best grading offensive line, t- typically not a great sign. Austin Kweke didn't get a lot of snaps, but when he did get snaps, he got whooped sometimes. Dalton Cooper, he's been getting whooped a decent amount, too. I understand the transition from left tackle to right tackle is a little bit different. I understand he hasn't played right tackle since he was in, like, fifth grade. But we're two games in, and statistically, you already have a pretty good grasp of what to do and how to do it. So now it's just adjusting to the speed of the defensive ends that you're facing. That's it. That's all. Jason Queso Brooks graded out the best all year last year, and he graded out the best this spring and this fall. He was asked to be a little bit more aggressive, and it cost him some leverage, right? So it's a balancing act to some degree. You want him to be ultra-aggressive. You want him to seek out the pancakes. But sometimes, you know, it, it can get his leverage and his base and his mobility a little bit off A little bit wonky, which is what led to his worst grade ever in Stillwater, Oklahoma, being last week. Cole Birmingham has been equal parts beneficial and disappointing. Preston Wilson didn't exactly wow anyone last Saturday either. And Taylor Materko had the the best offseason of all the alignment. But he looks a little out of place so far this season. I know the vanilla and all that stuff in the quarterback competition and the different cadences. I know all of of that, you know, does play a a hand in this. And, you know, guys, you know, I touted the O-line so hard, so heavy, and it looks like I was so wrong. I'd say we're typically, what, 85%, 90% hit rate here? I was wrong about Legend Journey being a Cowboy. I was wrong about a certain quarterback in California committing before the Arizona State game. I was wrong about our running backs averaging 4.5 yards carry because right now they're just below 4.3. And I was very wrong, very wrong about this offensive line. So how did I get this area this wrong? Too much shell, too much thud, too much walkthrough. Too much Princess Sophia football. We're soft. We are, unfortunately, very soft. We were mad men running around super aggressive in the spring. Right? And we even had some pancake syrup we were able to whip on them with it. But clearly, being violent in contact and being violent through contact aren't exactly the same thing. I still feel pretty good about the offensive line. I do, because I know that this pass-happy attack is not what we're going to roll with all daggone year.
1: And, and plus, our, our main man, Mike Gundy, if Coach Charlie Dickey, Timber
0: Day, and Jason McIndoe want a nice, shiny, orange-black paycheck next season, you should probably start helping them out. You should probably start helping them not look so daggone foolish, because like, love, or hate it, it makes you look foolish because you, sir, you were the one that decided this was the route where we're going to go. Usually, you fire people when you have a completely unstable dumpster fire of a season. Or usually, you're at least forced to fire some of those people. We did the exact opposite. We fired now, not a nothing, now, not a nobody. Not only did we say no, but we said, hails to the no in a resoundingly stubborn way. And let's face it, that is the Gundy operational control tactic. It is what it is. Now, if I were to make a suggestion, I would say if you want to keep your buddies around, you should probably start helping them out. Because right now, it's not a good look. All of the guys that you stood against the wall and said, I'm keeping them, we're rebuilding everything, those are the same guys that look pretty inept right now. Now you can throw in Casey Dunn as well. The O-line that struggles to establish the run game, I mean, obviously, play calling hasn't helped any either, but versus this dif- defensive line that barely gives up 100 yards a game, it's going to be a good test. It's going to be a very good test. And obviously, I'm interested to see kind of what direction it goes. All right, next one. It's got to be our linebackers versus their running backs. They have legitimate size to contend with. And I guess we could have easily, right, right here, went with our D-line versus their O-line as well. But they kind of go hand in hand, so we'll just kind of lump them in together. From a linebacker perspective, Nick Martin, he pops on film. He pops live because he's popping through the line all the daggone time. He's the guy that makes mistakes at 130 miles an hour, and you're okay with it. Colin Oliver, game one, it looked like it was going to be a little bit of a struggle session. Game two, a little bit different, right? Right. You got to see what Colin Oliver could potentially be as a linebacker
1: at Oklahoma State. But where's Xavier? My guy. My man. Is the guy who's leading the locker room, the guy
0: that everyone turns to for assistance, guidance, and leadership, is he the right guy? Because he bought into Oklahoma State, everything, on a different level this summer and almost single-handedly got the defense together and on the same page. He and another running back were the ones that, you know, kind of came together and said, we're going to put our foot down and say enough is enough. What happened last year can't happen. The stuff in the locker room can't happen. The attitudes, the accountability, all that it can't happen. He was the guy to put that flag in the ground. But at some point you getting caught up in the hogwash and owned by pulling guards, tackles, tight ends, people that are getting to the second level game after game. It's no longer concerning. It's now migrated into the certified, bona fide, country-fied problem area. It's becoming a deficiency. It's becoming a liability. Jeff Robertson looks more than serviceable. Donovan Stevens flies around pretty good when he's in the game, and I know he has some versatility to do multiple spots. Gabe Brown can fill a gap and eat up space, too, for no reason. We need a dog instead of another cuddle puppy. My main man, stop hugging everybody in the big old cuddle circles and letting these dudes get to the second level and own you. You know you're an all-Big 12 caliber guy. I know you're an all-Big 12 caliber guy, but they don't know it. Buddy, they see the same Xavier Benson as last year. And justifiably so right now. But screw all that. Make them know it. I know the D is still also very boring, vanilla, and basic. But that doesn't stop Nick Martin from flying around like an absolute lunatic. The lunatic flying around that I thought Trey Rucker was going to be. I've been carrying this Trey Rucker flag since last fall camp. Make me a believer in me. Again, my guy, Trey Rucker. Stop being so reserved. Just let it fly, bro. You've got a good backup. So if something doesn't go right, it is what it is. getting burnt on the flats, not a good look. So if you know that you may get burnt sometimes, make up for it by doing the crazy stuff you were doing a year and a half ago. Be that wild man. That's, That's what made you you. Be that dude. Same with Xavier. Just, dude, like stop getting caught up in the crap. Because the same thing happened last year. Like, how many times did Xavier literally run face mask into the back of other players? And it's happening again. Not good. Not a good sign. Not a good look. And it's an area
1: they can exploit. Right? It's a fact. It is what it is. So, it it, it just, it makes you wonder. It makes me wonder because he's my favorite linebacker. One of the
0: favorite my favorite guests we've ever had on the on the program. But I know some of the limitations last year because of the over athleticism of Mason Cobb, but you don't have that problem this season.
1: You're you're the guy. So be the guy. Please? <laughs>
0: I'll throw that in there. Because you got you know even in the the working world if you're you're not the guy, they're going to find the guy. They're going to replace you with a guy. I don't want to see it happen. Neither does the fan base, but we need to see more. We want to see more. At this point we expect to see more. So let's see more. Feed me, see more. Speaking of feeding, kind of hard to eat right if you ain't got the budget lined up. So make sure your budget's lined up with the right job. And in order to get the right job, you got to have the ability to post the right job. And if you can post the right job and you can post it for free, then you're probably in a pretty good situation moving forward. LinkedIn Jobs does that for you. They're going to help you find the right people for your team, fo faster and for free. If you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best candidates, <laughs> Then here here you go. Go there now. Super easy. Create a job post on LinkedIn jobs. Add your job to the purple hashtag hiring frame uh, on your LinkedIn profile. Spread the word that you're, in fact, hiring. They got simple tools, screening questions, and things that make it super easy for you to focus on the best candidates with the right skills and the right experience for you to quickly prioritize the right interview. This is why the small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus all the leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidate that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. Again, that is LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. Locked on college, obviously, being one word. Post your job for free today. In terms and conditions do apply. So, yeah it it really concerns me the lack of productivity is one thing i right? i can kind of get around that it's the just misdiagnosis misdiagnosis of plays of reads of getting getting caught like that's one
1: thing you're going to have to do as a linebacker is get off of blocks so if you can't do it we got to find somebody who can i i know he can So, I you know, I don't I don't know what the rub is. I firmly
0: believe just because of the leadership, the discipline, the accountability, the buy-in, the love for Nardo, all of the tangible things were going to equate to a massive year on the field.
1: But we're getting a average performance. And again, I'm okay with Nick Martin flying around
0: like a crazy man because when he misses, he misses flying by people like Xavier or Kendall Daniels last year. That was Kendall. Kendall would just, boom, fly through everybody, bust through everybody, and then realize he just ran past the guy with the ball. I mean, that happened several times last year. That's what you're seeing out of Nick Martins. So again, I'm okay with mistakes if they're 135,000 miles an hour. I'm not okay with you getting caught in the hogwash over and over and over and over and not being able to get off blocks in the second level over and over.
1: You know, we're going to call a spade a spade. And I say this about any anyone.
0: But you see the improvement from Colin Oliver. You see the massive improvement from Nick Martin. We got to see it all the way around, man. We knew our safeties were going to be pretty legit this season. We knew our defensive line had some capabilities, especially with Justin Kirkland, Colin Clay, Aiden Kelly, those type of dudes. But linebacker was the I don't know part, right? And you were supposed to be the "Mm, I don't know guy. The one who took the "Mm, I don't know and put it to bed,
1: choked it out, and put it to rest forever. That's you. Come on, man. As the defense expands, let's hope that Xavier's game does
0: as well. Because you got to have some dudes at linebacker. It is what it is. All right. So now we get to kind of jump in to... uh, Oh, actually, let's get to what they said. So this is coming from Alabama. Alabama Alabama.com, AL.com. Um, I'm going to read the entire thing, but I figure it's nice to get a decent perspective of what they are thinking and what they are feeling in their neck of the woods. All right. Um, Article written by Greg Stevenson in Alabama. Having to prepare for two opposing quarterbacks is not that unusual in major college football. However, to prepare for three is something very rare. That's the task facing South Alabama this week as the Jaguars get set to meet Oklahoma State on Saturday in Stillwater, Oklahoma. The Cowboys have rotated redshirt freshman Garrett Rangel, senior Alan Bowman, and sophomore Gunnar Gundy at quarterback throughout their first two games. Victories over Central Arkansas and Arizona State. Rangel started the season opener with Bowman getting the nod in week two, and Gundy, the son of Oklahoma State head coach Mike Gundy, also seeing extensive playing time in both games. Um, Coach Womack quotes saying, I think they're all three very efficient. They all seem to understand the offense. They seem to know where to go with their eyeballs and the ball. They're efficient in the passing game. They do their job. None of them are, I would say, more dynamic in the run game than any of the others. They're all pretty much the same athletically. You better, you better tell somebody to hold your beer, Gunner Gundy. Um, he goes on to say, I think they're trying to figure out what they have at quarterback. They're trying to figure out who can separate themselves from the other two because they're all operating at a pretty high level. It's actually really impressive to see three quarterbacks that can all be prepared. I think that's part of why they try to keep their game plan so simplistic on offense so they can just go out and simply execute. Right now, Garrett Rangel is arguably the most productive of the three, completing 16 to 24 passes for 164 yards with 20 yards rushing. On top of that, Bowman is 24 for 40 with 193 yards while Gunner Gundy is 12 for 16 for 138 yards and a touchdown. The Cowboys have switched up the order of appearance for all three quarterbacks in the two games with it going Rangel, Bowman, Gundy versus Central Arkansas and Bowman, Gundy, Rangel versus Arizona State. It would stand to reason that we might see Gundy, Rangel, Bowman versus South Alabama. And Mike Gundy indicated when speaking to reporters on Monday that he hasn't rolled any of the three out yet. We already kind of, you know, hit that. Mike Gundy did come out and say, you know, if you were going to cut a quarterback you tell me which one of the three you would cut, right? And, of course, all the reporters are like, I don't know. It's pretty even. After film, it's not even. It's not. Alan Bowman does not set his feet, and he does not read the keys of the defense like a fifth-year quarterback. He just doesn't. Or he's pulling the wool over everybody, as, which is, I guess, a possibility. He's going to have an opportunity Sunday or Saturday. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. But if it's the same thing that's it been the last two games, and you know the dude hasn't really had meaningful snaps in the last two and a half years, it's time to poop or get off the pot. Let's narrow this thing down to two. And, yeah, there's you know a little bit of a sickness going around the locker room. It's nothing major, nothing big. So I expect
1: more production. I expect more physicality. I expect us to be the best daggone team out there. I also expect you, yeah, you,
0: to help your money game get a little bit better uh, when available. Go hammer the over, ladies and gentlemen. Go hammer the over now. Go get on everything you can bet on for Oklahoma State because FanDuel is in season. And as the season's about to kick off, we got some pretty cool stuff to kind of help you out with. Right now, new customers get our $200 back in bonus bets, guaranteed. Win, lose, draw, doesn't matter, off of a $5 bet. That's $200 back in bonus bets off a $5 bet, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is super safe, secure, super easy to use as well. There's a wide-ranging variety of betting options from spreads, player props, over-unders, more Go to Fandle.com slash locked on to kick off this football season. Again, that is Fandle.com slash locked on. Go to fanduel; It's the official partner of the NFL. Speaking of the NFL, we got to give some, some quick flowers to our main man, Tyreek Hill. He went off the other day. Trey Flowers had a, a very, very big game. Justice Hill got two touchdowns with the Baltimore Ravens in the backfield. We got some guys making some moves, doing some stuff, pretty excited about it. I'm also excited to see if our tight ends are ever going to show up. I know it's not on them because I also know that between Quentin Stewart and Josiah Johnston, them two dudes have been left
1: wide open at least 11 times in two games. If we can see
0: it on film, you know they see it. The players, coaches, staff, analysts, they see the same thing. They know how wide open these dudes are quite often. They also know that our quarterbacks are missing wide open reads. They also know that some of our quarterbacks are drifting backwards, throwing off of one foot, half sidearm for no reason with virtually no pass rush. They've got to see the same thing. I mean,
1: they've also got to see that when you run the, the right offense, Gunnar Gunny looks really good. So let them now see, this week, give all three quarterbacks the same style
0: of playbook. Don't have one come in and throw it 50 times, and then one just hand it off 50 times. Don't, 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 do, don't do that. You're not accomplishing anything.
1: Gunnar Gunny needs to throw the ball more. Alan Bowman needs to throw the ball less. That's on film. If you see it and I see it, you better hope and pray they see it too, right? If they don't see it, we got a problem. Now, we were strategically, specifically asked to not talk about Josiah Johnson until the season started. For what? So he can block? Well, you got Dalton Schultz and Cooper for that. I <laughs> Braden Cassidy. Braden Cassidy is a weapon that we haven't
0: been able to see enough yet. So I understand we're saving stuff, and I understand that we're trying to save stuff for like K State. But part of the gig here, other than just playing time, is you want to statistically feel like you're valued. So if you don't give your, your tight
1: end the football till the season's already halfway over, how are you going to recruit tight ends to come back? Guys, we've converted three players that have never played a day of fullback in their life to fullback. If they have big seasons, guess what we can go get? Fullbacks. Kai Staley-sized running backs that have some convertibility. Okay, everything that you put on the field is a sales pitch. You're sales pitching Oklahoma State. You're sales pitching what you can be if you come here. What are we sales pitching? Like If you're a recruit... What would you look at Oklahoma State and say their sales pitch is? What? Everybody gets to play? I thought that was what we did in junior high. I mean, I get it. You're trying to prevent people
0: from transferring, and you're you're just kind of trying to figure it out,
1: but you're playing with fire, in my opinion. You know? I don't know. Um, any but who? Let's, let's knock out our picks here, y'all. Let's knock out our
0: picks so I'll let you skedaddle on out of here and go have yourself a fun little funky fresh fired up Friday. All right, Um, right. Let's just go national real quick. I already bet on this one. I bet on Virginia, so give me Virginia over Maryland. There's not a lot of, uh, you know, intriguing games out there. Uh, Louisville... Indiana, give me Louisville because Indiana pulled out of their deal and they're acting like a bunch of little scared scared girls running around there. Uh, who else are we going to
1: take? South Carolina, Georgia. Should I? I don't have a lot of faith. You know what? Shane Beamer, he's an Okie. Spencer Rattler, not a great person, but he lived in Oklahoma. So I, I oh, they ain't gonna be Georgia. They'll cover the spread though. Uh, give me Georgia. Reluctantly.
0: I might actually bet on South Carolina. Because if I bet a dime, I'll probably win like four bucks. All right. What else? San Diego State, Oregon State. Santa State trying to get back on track. So is Oregon State for that matter. Uh, but you know, orange and black. Give me the give me the fighting beavers. Uh, I am going to call an upset on Minnesota versus North Carolina, though. Uh, give me Duke over Northwestern. Uh, what else do we have here? Ohio State will beat Western Kentucky, but Western Kentucky will probably keep keep it pretty close. Um, uh, Michigan State. This is in East Lansing. I believe in Michael Penix Jr. I, I believe m- much more now in Washington than than I did at the beginning of the season. But there's a lot of craziness going down at Michigan State, and we've seen it 100 times. Sometimes the players will come out and fight different for the interim head coach just because of all the turmoil going around on campus. Washington could be stepping in on trap here. So, I, uh, yeah, I will reluctantly take Michigan State. Uh, Give me Washington State over my people up the road, northern Colorado. Uh, give me Tennessee over Florida. We'll get to the Big Twelve in a second. Give me UAB
1: over Louisiana. Give me. Oh, I like you know I like my upsets.
0: Nah, I can't do it. Ole Miss will beat Georgia Tech. Uh, but here's a, here's an upset. BYU will beat Arkansas. Okay. I was going to say Big 12. I didn't mean I I let it slip. My bad. Uh, What else do we have? Uh, Oh, Jackson State, Texas State. Give me Texas State. Colorado, Colorado State. Doug, give me Colorado. Fresno State is picked to win against Arizona State. So for our future Big 12 brethren, go get it done against Fresno State. KU. Oh, Big 12. Yeah, fine. KU over Nevada. Arizona over UTEP. What's the rest of the Big 12 schedule? Obviously, I'm taking the Cowboys over South Alabama. I'll say 35, 35, 35, 17. Yeah, 35, 17. All right. Give me K-State over Mizzou. Give me Baylor over Long Island. Iowa State over Ohio. OU over Tulsa. UCF over Villanova. Stency over Miami, Ohio. Oklahoma State over South Alabama. Reckham Taco Tech over Tarleton. BYU over Arky. Uh, this one hurts a little bit, but uh, give me Pitt over West Virginia. Wyoming probably covers the spread here, but give me Texas. TCU, you never know what you're going to get out of Houston. I feel bad for the fight in Danas, but TCU's going to respond here. They have to respond here. Give me TCU, and then obviously KU over Nevada. All right. All right, y'all. And That's all we're going to have for this one. We almost made it under 30 minutes. Not quite. Not quite. A little bit longer. I Apologize. Had to throw those picks in there. But you know the drill. Thank you for tuning in to make this your first listen. Legitimately speaking, y'all could be anywhere. Uh, There's a lot of stuff that you could kind of digest. I recommend that you go check out all of it. The more the merrier, right? Absorb it. Soak it all in. All right, y'all. I love you. God bless. Go, Pokes.
1: You know the drill. Thanks for tuning in. Till next time. See you Sunday later, Taters.